Weird. Hello, hello. Hey, listen, I want to start. This is weird, by the way. Hey, I'm, I'm Aaron. This is Craig over there on the other <laughs> side. Hey, no, I'm Craig. This is, that's Aaron. Hello. I want to apologize. We got a late start on the show, so we should have warned you to start the show five minutes earlier. Yes, yeah, so go back. Go back and play the show five minutes earlier. We are a little late starting because we had a band meeting. A, a, we got a serious band meeting. Today. We had a serious band meeting, and so it kind of it kind of pushed us back on the time a little bit. So uh, to make it up to you, we just wanted to let you know if you want to go back five minutes uh, in, ti- in time and then start, or for future episodes, in case we're running late again, just start five minutes earlier than the thing is released. That will make it even. Yeah, that'll yeah. make it easier. If you can, yeah, just yeah. That's nice. Did that make any sense? Yeah, it did. It Especially made a lot of sense when to we, me. When we follow it up with, please tell your friends about it. You know, we're not growing really. Well, no, we're, well, I mean, physically, maybe. No, no, not really growing. No. We're, we're we're stagnant. I, I'm, you know, I just think that I, I just think that if I can be honest with the listener, the one or two we've still got that you just you're not telling enough friends. Yeah, and if a friend told me about weird news, I'd I'd love it because I'm crazy about weird news. Crazy. I, yeah, yeah. He's he's. He's crazy about weird news, and uh, no, he's crazy. And then, um, <laughs> you know, so really, if you could just carve out—I don't know—about ten hours out of your week to go around telling everybody you know, go oh, to, that'd be fantastic. Go we'll to the mall. Go to the mall. Um, you know, hey, how was your week? Tell everybody. Say, hey, how was your week? Hey, was it? Uh, it's okay. All right. No, it was, uh, what is, this is, uh, yeah, right. Oh, Friday. Yeah. So it was a pretty good week. It just flies by, it, you know, it does. It goes, it goes so quick. And I, um, pretty much spent most of the week doing what I normally do, waking up, having a day, going to bed, waking up, having a day, going to bed. That's a, that's a miserable life. It kind of is. Yeah. But I like sleep. So that's a bonus. I'm on my own this week. Lori is in the, in the hills. Yeah. Yeah. Brand she went, she went back to the hills. Oh, darn it. So, um, so you're by yourself. Yeah. Lori has no Sarah's there with me. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better. Yeah. You bond with the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. We're having, we're watching movies and whatnot. Sarah. She's awesome. I love her. In fact, I'm going to dedicate tonight's top 10 list to Sarah. I love Sarah like, like a daughter. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I love her like your daughter. (laughs) She's, she's great. Sarah needs to come back and visit the show. Well, she's, she works a couple hours. Like she didn't get off till seven o'clock in her new job. So. Well, she's working from home, so that's nice. So, I mean, she used to hang out. Remember, she was our uh, like a manager for a while, like for five seconds. She was our producer. Yeah, she was for about 30 minutes. And she didn't produce anything. And then Cass, remember Cass? Produced a headache in me. Yeah, that's true. Cass did? (laughs) No, not Cass. Oh, right. Cass Cass is awesome. Cass, uh, she's. she was like a marketing person. I'm not supposed her. to call her Cass. She told me you could. I think that she would allow me to say, no, I don't know if she would. No, because I, actually, I, I was me, I was talking to her Cassandra, and I said, yeah, she know, don't, I said, Craig calls you Cass. So she said, well, he can. Yeah, I can. I got, like, I got 30 years. I got 30 well, years Thirty years going there. I, I'm in the club now. It was funny. Um, but uh, We should call her. She should be on the we, we, we do We do need to make a point of calling Cass. Yeah. I guess I'm hoping Cass point. still listens. I guess since... Well, since, she seemed excited that we were back. Well, she's she's excitable. I mean, yeah, she might be excited <laughs> just to know that we were doing something again. You know, that she didn't say I'm excited and I'm going to listen. She just said I'm, I'm just, you know, she just seemed excited. Well, why would she be excited if she weren't going to listen? Well, if A, we're alive still. We fa- She found out we were still alive. Well. Uh, B, 
the I don't know. I don't either. I have no idea. Maybe she was excited. Huh? She's got to be listening. She's got to be. Let's test her. Cass, if you're, li- uh, excuse me, Cassandra, if you're listening. Uh, you need to post something on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Come, com- make a comment on uh, this episode's post on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, then tell. We'll give you one week. And then you need to contact everybody you know. It's been. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, stop it. Just stop. Are you ready? For what? Story. Ambulance takes elderly patient to wrong house, puts her in stranger's bed. Well, that sounds like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it does. Minus the ambulance. But he's not elderly. Uh, and he's he not far. Oh, well, when he did that, he wasn't. He was a young punk. Elizabeth Mahoney's family was worried sick when the ambulance bringing her home from the hospital never arrived. <laughs> what time they say they're going to be here? Yeah, what time? They're an ambulance. They can go fast, right? Last Thursday. <laughs> they soon discovered that a horrific mix-up led to a terrified Mahoney being taken to the wrong home where she was tucked into bed, the bed of a stranger. <laughs> that's, some, that's some Mahoney baloney going she, on. She got tucked in and had to sleep on his great big pillow. <laughs> According, what, if, what if you come home and there's a grandma in your bed? <laughs> hey, we're laughing, but this is in South Wales, <laughs> which is not the accent, but you know, you know what I'm oh. saying. Yeah, what's that? Hey, hey, mum. What is that old lady? What's who's, who's the old who's the, the old bud? What's the what's the slang for an old person in in the uh, old bird? In, old bird, yeah. yeah. According to the South Wales Argus, Mahoney eighty nine was first admitted to Neville Hall Hospital in December with what appeared to be a case of COVID nineteen. After testing positive, she was transferred to the county hospital in Pontypool. Oh, I thought it was Ponytail. Pontypool, where she stayed for ten weeks. I tested positive. Not for corona. I'm just very positive. Yeah, My yeah. Outlook Everybody is, said that you were positive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, her son Brian Mahoney was told that his mother would be discharged on March 12th at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Oh, that's a bad time. Could they, could they not just wait until 6 a.m.? Are they that busy? Apparently. Recounting the day, he said, my wife went up to her home and waited for the ambulance. This was after uh, this is after he received a one p.m. call saying that they were ready already en route to en route. I became Canadian just then. So she was discharged at twelve at two a.m. and at one p.m. they called. Yeah, <laughs> almost twelve hours later they called saying, "Up, oh, she's on the way," but the ambulance never came. We waited a bit and then rang the ward and they said there'd been no issue. There'd been an oh, issue. there'd been an issue. It's hard to be English and read at the same time. It really is. Um, he said, "I thought maybe my mom had a heart attack." No. That's what he said. She had a wrong house yeah. attack. She got on the wrong train. <laughs> According to ITV, Mahoney recently survived a stroke in addition to her case of COVID-19. Naturally, we were concerned about something bad had happened to her, said her son. Uh, about an hour later, he received a call from the ambulance service and was told she was taken to a house in Newport, <laughs> she, eight she miles gave away. She wrong directions. Yeah. What, she had a stroke? She can't tell us where she lives? <laughs> They apologized to me, and they were like, we're on a way to pick her back up now, mate. <laughs> what, was he Australian or what? I don't know. We're on our way. Uh, I just went, what do you mean? <laughs> I hope they fed her. Please don't tell me you've left her there. <laughs> At which point, my sister burst into tears. Oh, we that were must all have been worried gross. sick. Can you see a person bursting into tears? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, just exploding into just water Nothing vapor. Nothing but tears. Finally, Mahoney was retrieved. And at her family's insistence, went back to the hospital for a checkup before going home. I hope it was a different hospital. Uh, we got a snake story, Craig. Watch out. Freaky. Watch out. 
a snake hole. It's a snake hole. He said, Freaky! The snake hole man. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. The snake hole man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we think it's funny. Freaky snake hole. All right, it's come to us from Corona, California. I bet they've got a lot of COVID tests because they're, you know, they yeah, right. wrote the book on Corona. Right. A Southern California man is, oh, I better read the headline. Headline is, man bitten while using barbecue tongs to remove a rattlesnake. There's not barbecue tongs long enough for me to even get near a rattlesnake. Right, or right. any snake. No, no, I, it, no. Because since snakes are uh, pooped out by S- Satan himself, yes, they are. They are. You know uh, what they are? They're Satan's little hand puppets. Yeah, they are. And and you think they can't get around tongs? They're evil. Yeah, they are. It's the only animal from the Garden of Eve that God said, "Okay, those legs you got, the, yeah, gone. you're out of here." And he said, "Well, w- w- what are you going to do about it?" And he said, "We'll <laughs> just take those legs off." He goes, "See, I think I made a mistake here." Yes. So we know a guy. Uh, a guy named Keith who put a video on on the Facebooks this week of he what he said was he did not think Amazon dropped it off. It was a snake on his sidewalk, and it was apparently a garter snake, but it was aggressive. Was it really? Yeah, it was like snapping at him. It was like, oh boy, snakes coming around. They're they're gonna you know what there's not that a form, shovel couldn't take care of for, or a rake or a snake rake or but not barbecue tongs. What have you what have you sprayed like? Pepper spray or mace in a snake's face. What would happen? I bet it wouldn't affect it. They're so evil. Yeah, you're They'd right. They laugh. You're right. That's how they laugh. What, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if snakes like uh, split into, they multiply right in front of you? Oh, they just, that's a nightmare. They split apart. And I'm going to have that nightmare tonight. That's, that's up there with uh, flying spiders. Yeah. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's a nightmare grenade. Uh huh. All right. Mm. Corona, California. A Southern California man is recovering after he was bitten by a rattlesnake when he tried to pick up the poisonous reptile using barbecue tongs. The man spotted the snake Saturday evening. Saturday night. Don't bring that up because he just died. I know. Well, we were Not just the talking snake about guy. him. No, well, no. No, the lead singer of we Bay City Rollers. We were talking about him in the band meeting, and I'm I'm actually a little sad about that because they were uh you know, they were a great band, actually. Well, they had that one song. Well, no, they had a lot of good songs. That was just their hey, biggest hit. He talked about the snake, man. I wonder what happened. The man spotted the snake Saturday evening near his home uh, in uh, Corona and was worried about it coming into contact with children, with anybody. Yeah. Why, why children? Right. right. According to a statement. Uh, when he tried to remove the rattler using the tongs, the snake struck and bit him on the hand. Ouch. <sighs> Animal service spokesman John Welsh said that. The man who was not identified, oh, yeah, was, they didn't know who he was. Was treated at the hospital and later released. Well, that's good because those usually you got to have ID to be treated at the hospital. Well, or, or insurance. Yeah, but if you can't identify yourself, well, they'll just treat you and release. I guess. Well, what about the fact that you got bitten by a rattlesnake? Those usually cause some pretty nasty, yes. nasty wounds. They're dangerous animals. Crazy. Nasty. Stinky too. You ever smell one? Oh, Whoo! You ever had? You ever had a whole den of them under your house? <laughs> Remember the house? That oh they yeah. Lifted up. Snakes were falling from the oh, bottom yeah. of it and. We told them what to do. <laughs> yes. There's, there's only, only one, one thing. thing you can do. <laughs> that house would look like the you, horror movie you Carrie's to, house. You have, to, you, have to, you have to burn it down. And fill yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Burn it down. Get a get a, a pastor or a priest, your decision. Have the house blessed somehow. Yeah. Uh, fill it with concrete. Yep. Maybe some gravel. Yep. Gasoline. Burn again. Yep. Uh, fill that over with dirt. Yep. 
Don't forget uh, the dynamite. Uh, well, then you dynamite it. Yeah. Once that settles, yeah, you pretty much want to spray it with uh, snake propellant, you know, or re- re- repellent. repellent, not yeah. propellant, because no, they fly through that. the air. They fly through the air. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you get the idea. Balance. You've got to do this like a like a seven layer thing. It you is. got to keep going. It's serious. And then when it's you're evil. and then when you're done, yeah, you still got to sleep every night in the brand new house and wonder if they're still under there. Yeah, maybe they followed you. They probably just went in the snake hole. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> Freaking! <laughs> he told me he was feeling remarkably well. Well said on Tuesday. He said he definitely felt that he had dodged a bullet. Which is it? Did he get bitten by a snake or did he dodge a bullet? <laughs> he got shot at. Did the snake have a gun? How did he hold it? Rattlesnake bites are painful and in rare cases can be fatal. I don't think I rare. I don't think rare is a, is a, is a proper description. After the man was taken away by ambulance, a crowd gathered as animal services officer Mike McGee. Oh, it's old, old Mike McGee. <laughs> yeah, Me Mikey. And my Mike Air McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mikey McGee. <laughs> Removed the snake. Some of the children were saying, bye, Mr. Snake. Those are, they, they need to be punished. Children. You well, know, they were later euthanized. <laughs> the reptile was. Oh, I'm euthanized. sorry. That was yeah. the snake. We try to realize rattlesnakes. Release? release. We try to release. Why would you release them? I'm going to release them from this well, earth. Well, you can go to a you can go to a uh, a state park here in Tennessee where the, the rattlesnakes have more rights than you do. Guess, yeah, crazy. guess what? Write me the citation. That's right. If a this snake, sucker's dead. Yeah, if he comes in front of me, he's going to be a dead I rattlesnake. Say, I, don't, I don't know, park ranger. His head just popped off. Why? Why would, <laughs> exactly. He, he, was, he was like... He was, like, he was crawling around there. <laughs> so explain to me why anybody would say, hey, you know what? We got to really address this problem. We need to protect our rattlesnakes. <laughs> exactly. They have like a hundred babies at a time. <laughs> it's insane. We try to release rattlesnakes within one mile of where we remove it from. It's probably more than a hundred. I don't know. I made that number up. But I'm, I'm yeah, there find are a lot out. of them. But it was highly likely this snake might end up in one of the adjacent homes. Uh, I don't believe a routine release would be safe at this time. Officials said the number of rattlesnake sightings has gone up as... You see, listen, this is exactly what you were talking about. Okay, I was way off. It's, it's 10 baby rattles. But 10 more than I want. You've got 10 rattlesnakes giving birth. you got got 100. Man, that's... That's right. You know what that is? That's, that's 110 math. too many. That's a lot. <laughs> Officials said the number of rattlesnake sightings has gone up as the weather has gotten hotter in the area about 50 miles southwest, southeast of downtown Los Angeles. Welsh advised residents who spot a snake to call animal service instead of trying to remove it themselves. Who's going to get close enough to put a spot on a snake? I'm not me. College man's kidnapping prank ends in his arrest. Uh, oh. I said arrest. Oh, the snake story's done. Huh? Snake story. It's over. Oh, I can't do s anymore? No, no, no. I can't? Uh, try, try not to. Okay. Uh, if it's an accident, I understand. Uh, well, I was. You may have to apologize. I'm sorry. You yell at me again? <laughs> you may have to apologize to the listener. College Station man's kidnapping prank ends in his arrest. College Station, Texas, a college station man, has been charged after officers spent hours searching for him after he claimed to have been kidnapped. Vincent Orguero, Orguero, Vincent O, Vincent Allen O'Garro, 19, of College Station, was charged with making a false police report. He allegedly told police it was all just a prank that he did with his friends. <laughs> it happened like those pranks. It happened on February 11th. Uh, officers were called to a restaurant in the Northgate District after the staff found a receipt with the phrase, <laughs> I need help, I got kidnapped. Help me. With a phone number. Oh. Police officers checked the name on the credit card receipt 
as well as the other names on the receipts of those at the same table. Police said staff told them the table had left about 10 minutes earlier. The table left? The table got up and left. It <laughs> said, I've had enough of this place. I've had enough. Nobody tips. Yep, I'm out. I'm going to go down to the Waffle House. I'm going to kidnap that guy. Uh, authorities said surveillance video of the group showed that nothing appeared to be wrong. About an hour into the investigation, officers said they were able to track down the address of one member of the group to a townhome complex uh, on Holman Drive. More investigators went to the address and confirmed with people living there that the person at the table had just left with the, uh, with what do you call him, Vincent, little Vincent. Little Vin- Vincent A. Little Vinny, uh, who also lived in the complex. When officers got to his home, people there told him, told them rather, he was at another person's home, also in the complex. And they're like, this is getting ridiculous. They're getting mad. They're sick of this. Officers went to that home and found a large group of people gathered and asked to speak to Aguero. According to the investigators, he apologized for what he wrote on the receipt. He allegedly told them uh, he had done it on his friend's receipt (laughs) just as a prank. And the police said he indicated he knew officers would respond. He was formally arrested and charged on April 16th. He posted a $5,000 bond and has since been released. Uh. That's just... What was that other stupid story we had about somebody faking something a couple weeks ago? Or oh, I don't. Oh, what was that? Uh, they uh, that was also a fake kidnapping. That yeah. she, she called. No, no, it was a fake shooting, an office shooting. Yeah. She, she texted her. That's sister. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a. It was last week. Yeah, yeah it was like, hey, wait, there's somebody here with a gun. <laughs> what's wrong with people? Headline is. I mean, we don't. Our podcast isn't about what's wrong with people. No, we just report the. We news. just report the we news. Don't we don't. We don't write it. Like mainstream media. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, if we wrote this, it would be written a lot better. That's true. Oh, I'm back. Headline is scary creature, Craig. Scary, scary creature. Terrifying people of Krakow. Scary. It turns out to be a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> well, those can be a croissant. A croissant. Aha, boom. Jacques Oh, a French fry. Baguette. <laughs> it's a baguette. <laughs> the former capital of Poland. Here we go. Oh. You, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Just you me read it. <laughs> you me read the story. No, I got it. A former. <laughs> the, this is the kinder, gentler weird, by the way. Yes, we had a we had a band meeting about uh, someone's behavior, and uh, I apologize. It's gonna be the ki- it's gonna be the kinder, family will, friendly. I'm going to try to restrain. Go read the story. My comments. The former capital of Poland can offer yet another jewel to a underlying its glory. Apart from its well-preserved city center under UNESCO heritage protection and Jewish quarter renowned for its vibrant nightlight, Krakow now features attack croissants. Croissants! <laughs> Baguette! Uh, it all started when Krakow's animal rescue ser- workers received an unusual call. An evidently upset woman told them there was a scary creature, quote-unquote, sitting on a tree and terrifying the neighborhood. <laughs> Please tell me it had googly eyes. I hope it had jelly on it. Please tell funny. me it had googly eyes. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get a croissant, and uh-huh. I'm going to put some googly eyes on it. <laughs> and mail it to this lady. Yep. The caller was so scared, she couldn't describe the thing accordingly. She told them that it was brown, and people were so afraid they hadn't opened their windows for days. <laughs> <laughs> To the question of what animal she thought it was, she said it looked like a lagoon. 
<laughs> I wonder if she meant. Does like she mean a lagoon? Does she mean a legume? Like like a creature from the Black Lagoon? Oh, I don't know if she meant like know. like a bean. A lagoon? She said lagoon. Okay. The rescuer figured she might have been thinking of an iguana. After a short chat, the caller specified that the creature doesn't move and shows no action whatsoever. Problem solved. Then she asked the workers to come and pick it up. Upon arrival, the rescuer started to search for the animal. They noticed that the windows were open. Is the iguana gone, they thought. After a while... Why would the windows be open if they were afraid of it? I don't know, because they hadn't been open for days, remember? Okay. After a while, they saw it and realized that there was no hope for the poor thing. It was brown as reported, but it didn't have any legs nor head. Uh, we already knew that we can't help the creature. Iguana. We already knew. Iguana, or rather lagoon. They told the, the radio station, because it's hard to help something that has previously been baked. <laughs> Not in the sunlight. Because it's hard to help something that almost swept us off our feet with a laugh attack. The mysterious lagoon, or iguana, turned out to be a croissant. Croissant. A French ah. croissant. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was. All right, here we go. Ready? That's just the everything theme for fast food now. You hear that whispering? It's like subliminal. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. I've never noticed that. I had neither. <laughs> no telling what Maybe we're we only hear it in our in our headphones or Maybe. in our cans is what we call it in the biz. Um what happened? <laughs> I just lost my breath. You all right? Went, <laughs> Calm down. Hey, um this this story shows exactly why the future is doomed. This is one of the stories that does point that direction. A Florida McDonald's is paying people $50 just to show up for a job interview and still struggling to find applicants. It's crazy. This is either laziness or McDonald's is a horrible company to work for. You know what it is? You know what it is, Craig? The government is still paying the emergency. People are making more money sitting at home than they would if they went and flipped burgers. You know, we've done done our time with burgers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think all young people should spend a, a, a bit of time in the fast food industry. And it's... They'll always appreciate it. Plus, they'll realize what's going on when they're they can't get their food and it's probably uh it's probably a good time for me to remind you all the benefits of working in a fast food place let me go through the list again yeah please free uniform yes fun work environment oh college tuition say flexible hours no food discounts sometimes free sometimes free if you yeah. know the right person when i worked at burger king there was a, a when sk was there we talked about that but there was a, a co-worker of mine that would stuff whoppers in his pants to go to the bathroom and eat them which is gross on so many there, levels. There's a lot to unpack there. Not just his, <laughs> yeah. not just his pants. His but, but literally, yeah, that's just... That's just... You did ever tell about E ruining uh, Red Robin for me? No. What, what happened? Well, I like Red Robin, the Royal Robin. It's got the egg yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. It's so good. Ethan said to me one day, you ready for this? Yeah, what'd he say? He said, you know, this really just kind of tastes like Burger King. And I thought about it for a minute. I thought, dang it. Way to go, E. Because, you know... Burger King's got the flame broiled thing. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like that at Red Robin. It was like, you know, you're not far off. I love a Whopper, by the way. A Whopper with cheese. Stop it. I can't. You can't stop a Whopper you know, with e, cheese. He's my favorite son that you have. Yeah, he's my favorite son. Yeah. He's my only one, but he's my favorite son. Uh, anyway. How is he? He's he's great. Still fighting? Well, if that's what you call it, jujitsu. Can you say that? I think I can say that on, on the radio. Okay. 
well on the, the podcast. But yeah, this isn't terrestrial uh, radio. We can say what we want to say. That's right. We can say, Gole boom boom. We can say, baguette. So, <laughs> fresh baguette. So when they're trying to get people to come in to McDonald's. Just, I'll go to McDonald's and give me 50 bucks just to interview. Heck, I'll go to, if they'll do it down the street, I'll go interview just acting like I want the job to get 50 bucks. I used to think But I bet funny. you only get the 50 bucks if you work. I, I don't they, know. I don't know. Cause it says oh, it having, says only to show. Well, let me read the story real quick, and then we'll go back to this. A McDonald's in Florida is paying people $50 just to show up for an interview, but it's still not attracting any applicants. Blake Casper. Wait a second. He's the friendly one, isn't he? Oh, say, 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 where's, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what you're trying to do over there, but I wish you did faster. The, what, read that first sentence again. A McDonald's in Florida. In Florida I didn't realize that. I, sleep at the wheel. Yeah. That was my bad. Uh, anyway, Blake Casper, again, the friendly one. Yeah. The franchise E, who owns the restaurant, told Insider that a general manager and supervisor came up with the idea for an interview reward after he told them to do whatever you need to do to hire workers. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what you do. <laughs> you better do something, and you better do it now. And another thing. <laughs> Uh, at, the, uh, at this point, if we if we can't keep a drive-throughs running, uh, moving, uh, I'll pay fifty dollars for an interview," said Casper, who runs sixty McDonald's. Rally. He's making bank. Yeah, probably. He's invested millions, but he's making bank. He's sixty wearing, of the, them. The few employees that'll show up and actually work, he's probably wearing them out. Yeah, I bet. The reopening of businesses across the U.S. that are looking to hire, along with un, uh, enhanced unemployment benefits, has cut into this number of applicants, according to Casper. He said it hasn't been this diff- uh, difficult to hire workers since the late 90s. What happened in the late 90s? Uh, you know, I don't know. Besides, it was the worst decade of all time. It was a terrible decade. Yeah, the 80s, though? 80s were scientifically proven to be the best decade. It's in the books. You know, Lori and I have noticed as we travel around uh, Hville, there's now hiring signs everywhere oh yeah and some of them with bonuses like up to a thousand dollars now those you do have to work before you get it yeah they'll give you the bonuses i'm telling you people quit being so you know picky yes if you don't have a real job or if you've got a kid that needs a job go put some time in you know well i'm I'm telling you again i heard it once before here's the thing flexible flexible (laughs) free uniform free uniforms you know i get that from discount You, you know where i get that no i don't that actually i don't know if it was mcdonald it probably was mcdonald's um on the trays they give you with your food, yeah, there was always a there's a paper placemat. Yeah, I don't know if they do them anymore. Okay, I and, know where you're going. And and, uh, and at one time it was in the 80s or, or 90s. At some point, yeah, they were doing these drives to get people to to do to it. And there it, was and, actually an, a little mini application. Yeah, on the, and on and the, and it actually had some you know a model in the McDonald's outfit, some you know girl or guy, and it's like looking all happy working there. It says. And their selling points were all of those selling points. That's great. Flexible, you them. flexible schedule, college we, tuition. We had friends that worked at Mickey. Davis. Fun environment, uh, food discounts, free uniform. Golly gee, you're gonna <laughs> love it. I used to put my brother's name and address on those and, and turn them in. I tell you, I tell, I, I, I tell you, what, one of the, one of the uh, benefits of working at a place like that is if you can, you can make your own. Make up your own sandwiches. And yeah, stuff. now that you start experimenting with the, what they got in the kitchen, oh, you yeah. come up with some dillios. Yeah, not dilly bars unless you work at uh, Dairy AQ. Queen. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, I'm craving it for some reason. Well, Dairy Queen is like that. Now I've come off. I've I've gone through withdrawals now. Yeah, and, and I've come out the other side clean. <laughs> if I mess with it now, if I mess up and go get me a blizzard, it's it's back to square I'm one. Thinking peanut butter parfait. I got my. I've got my. Uh, like 60-day DQ coin the other day from <laughs> from my sponsor. 
We haven't been. We that's where we used to have Is the insensitive? Off, off day band meetings. We did, but I, I'm you know after the COVID thing and all this other stuff. Are I, they open yet? I, I had know? to shrink back down. I had gotten. Oh, me too. Me too. I, that was horrible. Yeah. You you shrank me down to a shorter height. Yeah. Headline is, and this story's got some weird stuff in it. Headline is: Sleep deprived truck driver ranted about witch before fatal Eastern Freeway crash. A truck driver who was behind the wheel of a big rig involved in a crash was intensely sleep deprived. Yeah, he was drug affected and ranting about a witch in the lead up to the collision, which killed four police officers. Now this is I'm I don't know for a fact. I'm looking. We don't always know where these stories are coming from. Now, this the guy's name sounds like I mean he could live here, but it also yeah. could be no. It's just right there, Melbourne. Okay. Melbourne, yeah. So this guy was in uh, in Melbourne, but you know here in America, it's like um, you know that's scary. You people that are sleep deprived. Oh come on! I didn't know it was Melbourne until you said that. So it could be Melbourne, South Carolina, for all no, I know. No, it's not, not with Mohinder Singh. That's true. Oh, that's a cool name. Um, but right. you know, that's a problem here. You know, um, oh, what's this? Oh, I know the guy and I'm just blanking on his name. The guy from Saturday Night Live, the guy almost got killed by the Walmart driver. Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, Jamie. No, from third rock. Anyway. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> just not knowing my brain's just not working. Isn't it Jamie something. No, you're thinking Jamie summer. She fell out of an airplane and made her behind. <laughs> um, it's 30 Rock. I said Third Rock. Yeah. It's 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. It's Tracy Morgan. Tracy, Tracy, not anyway, Jamie. So Tracy almost died. He lost his best friend in that because yeah. he was smashed by uh, uh, a sleepy truck driver. A sleepy Walmart truck driver. Yeah. And we almost lost we almost lost Tracy. In fact, um Tracy's such a funny guy and he um they weren't sure he was going to be himself from I the remember. brain from the brain sir, the brain damage, but he came back. Yeah, he's doing pretty good now. Mohinder Sink is estimated to have had only five hours of sleep in the 72 hours before the April 22nd crash that killed four police officers. If you can breathe into a machine, it tells you how drunk you are. Yeah. Why isn't there something they can test to see how exhausted you are? Yeah, and there's laws, at least in this country, there's laws that truck drivers have to work, you know, have to be off as much time as they're working or something where they I think get it's enough because rest. it's because, again, getting people to work. Yeah, and, maybe. And... Um, I guess independent truck lines kind of get away with it. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Well, this is Melbourne, so we don't know. A 48-year-old truck driver pleaded guilty in Melbourne Magistrates Court on Thursday to four counts of culpable driving causing death. Court documents released on Thursday reveal the excessive drug use Singh was involved in before the crash. And that's one thing they do. They'll, they'll smoke crack. To, because, oh, you know, okay. So this even this took another turn. Yeah, and, and crack nope, will keep you no up. No pun intended. Like, I, I watched enough cops to know that if people who do crack don't sleep. Well, that's real life. Yeah. Uh, court documents. That's not edited at all for entertainment. No, it's not. Court documents released reveal the excessive drug use he was involved in before the crash and details his delusions about a witch who he believed was following him. Now, what did you say his name was? <laughs> Mohinder Singh. No. <laughs> What's his name? Mohinder Singh. What's Mohinder, his middle name? Oh, his middle name's Alan. Did yeah, I not say Mo, that? No, you didn't. No, it's Mohinder, Mohinder Alan, Alan Singh, yes. Yeah. Several days before the crash, Singh, also known as Matt or Mo. Mo's what I call it. I do too, Mo Singh. <laughs> yeah. I told a friend that he had to give a witch money to make her go away. He said she wouldn't. Uh, I can't do an Aussie. He said she wouldn't leave the passenger seat, the friend said. Sight. <laughs> she told him she practices witchcraft, and he thought she was a witch. 
It was this chick. Just throw crikey at the end and everybody crikey. believes it. Yeah, yeah. It was this chick, crikey, that he said cursed him. He said cursed because of what had been happening to him that night, that she wouldn't leave the car no matter how much he begged. <laughs> crikey, that's not a knife. Shrimp on the bobby. The friend followed Singh. Uh, the the friend warned Singh of the risk of operating a truck while on the nods. On the nods. That's yes. probably one of the tonight's band name for me. Oh, on the nods. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Don't yeah, worry, that's, that's it'll be an hour before you find the button. That's a that's a great band name. On the nods and drifting off while driving. I told him desperately. I told him that he had a lethal weapon. The friend said. Well, was it the first one or the second it's one? Lethal Weapon 3, Because by the third one, yeah, you don't even want to mess with it. I told him that he would kill someone if he didn't get some sleep. I told him he was driving. Oh, I told him he was driving. to. He was different. It was different than driving a car, but he didn't understand. He just didn't get it. Maybe it was your accent. On the morning of the fatal collision, colleagues of the employer Connect Logistics noticed that Singh was tired. With one, super, one supervisor even telling another, something's not right. They both expressed concerns about his fitness for the drive for the next shift and told him to see a doctor. Yeah, he was into fitness. Hey. He's about, he's about to fit. He, he's fitness, fitness crack pipe in his, his mouth. Half an hour later, Singh's son found him disoriented in the driveway of his home. His father uh, said he had finished work but couldn't remember where he'd been driving. Singh told his son, oh, that witch is messing with my head. That's a witch. He's following him. Uh, that witch was pulling him towards her. At one stage. I can't tell if you sound like an Australian or an Australian with a speech impediment. At one stage, Dad pointed over towards the Oh, at one stage, Dad pointed over towards the road as he was indicating that that's where the witch was, the son said. Singh told another female associate that ghosts and witches would chase him through paddocks. This woman hmm. said he was off it. On the morning of April 22nd. Remember that? That was a great Smiths album, Never Mind the Paddocks. Oh, never mind. Oh, it was... Uh, <laughs> Just keep going. Sex Pistols. Oh, you're, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It yeah. was uh, the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Can we say that? He was talking nonsense. He was dr saying that witches are coming and we have to leave. I'd never seen anyone drugged up as drugged up in my life. He hadn't slept for eight days, she said. Can you imagine not sleeping for eight days? I've talked to people who've gone a couple days and they say you start hallucinating. Sure you do. And, and sleep deprivation. Quite, and I would actually like to try it to see what it's like. <laughs> but wait, I'm too lazy. I want to sleep too much. <laughs> Gotta got do it. There is a internet game show uh, where they had a guy stay awake, and they tried to keep him up for like five days. And uh, I think it can eventually kill you. Oh, he was in bad shape. It was yeah. not. It was not worth it. That evening, witnesses reported seeing a truck continually swerving into the emergency lane in the lead up to the crash. There's an idiot in front of me in a truck that can't stay in his lane, one driver told uh, his mother. This dude's going to kill someone. Is he Southern Australia? Yeah, he's okay. from Southern Australia. We have to ask uh, our Australian friends about that. Adam? Ask, yeah, Adam's a good one to yeah. ask. Ask him if, uh, if in the South, if they talk like our South. Yeah, I bet they do. Because the way I'm hearing this, Although they do. Although we don't have accents, and we're kind of in the South. Oh, man, we sound great. <laughs> the, the driver did not break. Oh, wait. Another witness uh, later told police that the truck steadily and unrelentingly moved left into the service lane where it rammed into a police car. The driver did not break. It looked like he was following a lane, taking a gentle change in direction. It almost looked like a deliberate move. The collision which killed Did he say the driver didn't break B-R-A-K-E or B-R-E-A-K? Break. He break. 
the driver did not break. The collision, which killed the four officers, occurred at 5.36 p.m. Singh was taken to hospital, not the hospital, but to hospital. Every time you say Singh, I can only think of like a dragon or something. Where he told police, why did they have to be there? Why didn't they get out of my way? I never heard anyone before. I didn't mean to do that. I just woke up like that. See, he's talking out of his head already. He's talking out of his head. It's crazy. He's nuts. Something's wrong with him. He's sleepy. Police later found multiple snap lock bags of drugs and a glass smoking pipe in the truck. A blood sample found that Singh had traces of methamphetamine in his system. During his police interview on April 26th, Singh said, I was tired. Couldn't sleep. I was tired, mate. I was tired, mate. I said, that's not a sleep. I was seeing that witch, that witch. That's not a witch. (laughs) That put a spell on me and I couldn't sleep at all. <clears throat> so what do you think about that? I don't think about it much, to be honest with you. Uh, another Australian story. Well, oh. you, know what, you know what? Here we go. <laughs> you know what happens? Oh, I'm sorry. I pulled an Aaron. It's Austria. <laughs> well, yeah, stop, stop that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> If you remember, I made fun of him for not knowing the difference between Australia and Austria. Get down. Karma. Yeah, yeah, it's karma. Get to the chopper. Cop sentenced to prison. Oh, that happened here. <laughs> Just recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, cop sentenced to prison for posting photo of Hitler's favorite food. That didn't happen here. A police officer in Austria has been sentenced to a conditional prison sentence. Of, actually, normally you would say conditional prison sentence. I don't know why I put the Christopher Walken <laughs> pause in there. Because. Of uh, 10 months after he shared a photo of a dish supposedly favored by Nazi dictator uh, Adolf Hitler. Have they jailed him for that? I don't know. You know, I went to this uh, museum in Oklahoma, and they got, they've got like his cloak and stuff. It's weird standing right next to his Did stuff. Did they have his dagger? No, that was under his, the, that was hidden. That was undercover. You so couldn't have his cloak have, or dagger together. Darn it! But they uh, they had silverware and all this stuff. They had all this stuff that belonged to him that they had, I guess, seized during the war. But uh, it's cr- pretty creepy standing right next to something uh, like you know. Yeah. Um, the man who has not been named in media reports is a police officer uh, in the Austrian uh, state of Bergenland. Get down! Uh, he was found guilty of violating the. Verbot gets 1947, otherwise known as Prohibition Act 1947, which aims to suppress a revival of Nazism in the country. We need one of those here. We need, we need the Prohibition Act, we not need, the revival. We need to block people from just posting pictures of their food. <laughs> uh, it is alleged that the officer shared a photo of Hitler's favorite meal on April 20th, the dictator's birthday last year. Hitler was originally from Austria and later migrated to Germany like a bird. He migrated. He had to get to the chopper. Yeah. Draw your cards. Lunch today. Egg dumplings with green salad. Oh, that the man, good. The man wrote on Facebook along with a photo of the dish, according to Orf, <laughs> a public service broadcaster in the, in the country. The dish is called something I don't know how to say, but I'm going to try it. Your knucklehead milk grunum salat. Are your papers in order? Yeah, your papers. Uh, in German, is also often referred to as uh, Ganache? 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 No, there's Ganache? an element of that. Ganache. Joni loves Ganache. Remember <laughs> bless, that show? Bless you. It's widely understood that Hitler was a vegetarian by the time he came to power in oh, Germany. Oh, that explains a lot. The police officer was sentenced to 10 months in prison at a court in Eisenstadt. Eisenstadt, get down. Uh, 
the region's capital on April 5th after the jury found him guilty uh, by a vote of five to three. He was also fined basically $7,500 in American dollars. However, the decision is not final and the prison sentence is only conditional according to ORF. He can appeal, but it's not yet clear whether he will do so. Neither the prosecution nor the defense made any statement to the country's media on Monday. The officer in question was temporarily suspended from duty last year, and the Bergenland uh, State Police Command is waiting on the ultimate outcome of the case when its disciplinary commission will then review the matter. So this, I, 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 get, I get a feeling that this cop's done things like this before, and they've warned him by the way this story reads. Is it really promoting or bringing back Nazism, showing well, it, it, a, it, a piece of, uh, like, hey, this was his favorite food, unless this guy is... Doing rallies and he stuff. He seemed like a sympathizer by the story. I don't know I mean, him. I don't know him either. But that's what it seemed like to me. I mean, I, the big question is, who cares what his favorite meal was? Uh, I, well, that's a good point. Apparently, I heard it. I always heard it was like strychnine. <laughs> it's Craig. Craig. Was it strychnine? What was it he took? I don't know. There's, What's the other there's one? There's a lot of theories he didn't take anything. Yeah. And he, he's in Venezuela. <laughs> well, he was. I think he's dead now. He and Elvis finally kicked him Well, he's, he'd be so old now. Yeah. Unless he was immortal. No. Although he was very evil. Yeah. He could have sold that soul. For rock and roll. Headline is, nine juveniles injured in a gunfight that <laughs> broke out at a 12-year-old's birthday party. I'm, I'm game on this story. <laughs> I want to hear more. At least nine teenagers and juveniles have been injured after a gunfight broke out at a 12-year-old's birthday party. The incident occurred on the evening of Saturday, April 17th, at approximately 8.37 p.m. in Louisiana. I guarantee guarantee you everybody's got a gun. About 28 miles west of New Orleans, when officers received a call uh, of reports of gunfire, according to St. John the Baptist Parish Sheriff's Office. When when authorities arrived... St. John the Baptist... Yeah. Heads are going to roll. Parish. <laughs> hey, Craig. What? That's terrible. I, I, it's, it's factual. It's terrible. It's factual. It's not funny. It's factual. When authorities arrived, they discovered that a multiple par- uh, that, a, that multiple people had been shot after an alleged verbal confrontation at the 12-year-old child's birthday party somehow erupted into a gunfight. Uh, through further investigation, uh, guarantee, officers discovered nine juveniles were injured. St. John the Baptist Parish Sheriff's Office said in a media statement, of the nine, seven were treated at a local hospital and released to remain in hospital uh, in stable condition. Those injured were a 17-year-old male shot in the arm, a 16-year-old male grazed in the ribs, a 15-year-old No, the male. 16-year-old male was grazing at the I ribs. I sound more like Barack Obama I, than I, I do in yeah, New Orleans. I'd be grazing on the ribs. I'm hoping that party <laughs> had some good, you know. A 15-year-old male with a graze wound to the ankle. A 15-year-old male shot in the foot. Good grief. Whoever was doing the firing didn't know. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't either. It's amazing nobody. A whole bunch of people got Nobody got walked off up. dead, huh? No. Nothing. Walked off dead. <laughs> the walking dead. Authorities believe that an estimated 60 young people. This 12. I don't know 60 people now who would come to a birthday party. Much less a 12-year-old's party. That's what I'm saying. Somebody had to gotten the word out about something. Uh, that two groups of male juveniles who had. An ongoing feud with each other. The Hatfields and the McCoys? Yeah, that's what it is. In spite of all the witnesses at the party, not a single person has given a formal statement. Of Can you believe not. that? Yeah. These kids, I guarantee. Kids these days. No arrests have been made. I want to know where they got all the ammo. You can't find it anywhere. Uh, Explain that. Point. That's yeah. a really good point. No arrests have been made in connection with the shooting, but officers have determined that two guns were fired in the altercation. 
Not one person has given a formal statement. Sheriff Traeger. Traeger. Traeger said. I'm going to say Traeger because it reminds me of the smoker. And now I'm thinking about ribs again. Following the incident. I'm asking witnesses to come forward with information to help us learn more about what happened. Scientists are burying 2,000 pair of underpants in Switzerland. (laughs) Film at 11. I love it. I always love. Should. What do you think? I mean. I mean, it's underwear. Yeah. You ready? You ready for this little? You ready for this little little pun? Yeah, yeah. News in briefs. <laughs> a study co-named "Proof by Underpants" is underway in Switzerland, where researchers are sending thousands of pairs of white cotton underwear to volunteers, who will bury them in their gardens. Believe it or not, it's a cutting-edge way to measure soil health. I don't know what kind of soil they're talking about. but So I don't, this doesn't have to be underwear. It could be T-shirts. It could be almost anything. I'm they're guessing. talking about soiled underwear. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's a fecal surprise. <laughs> Scientists. Fecal surprise. Thank you. Yeah. Scientists from the State Research Institute Agroscope will later dig up the soiled unmentionables. We mentioned them you, already. I didn't know we weren't supposed to. And analyze them. They'll take a look at the extent to which tiny organisms in the earth have eaten away at the fabric, the holier, the better. <laughs> what do we got? Pastors got to wear these things? Yeah. They're, it's holy underwear. Uh, let's see. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Apart from the waistband and the seams, our test plans to make. I don't know how they. I'm doing Swe- Swedish because I don't yeah, know how they talk in Swe- think, Switzerland. Think, think of the chef on the mother. Oh, no, that's Swedish. This is Switzerland. Oh, well, they, aren't they pretty much the same? I'm not going to say that to their face. <laughs> no, because they get offended. Yeah, they might. Apart from the waistband and the seams, our test pants are made from 100%, two words, per cent, <laughs> biodegradable organic cotton, no gluten, I made that part up, reads the uh, project's website, this substance can serve as a food source for various microorganisms in the soil. They eat the underpants with ravenous hunger. Good grief. The more active microorganisms live in the soil, the faster and more holistically the underpants will be eaten up. Each volunteer will receive two pairs of... Don't they have old pair they can just do on their... Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they wanted to be perfect at first, and then see how much they've been eating. Well, the soil doesn't want to eat dirty underwear. Well, that's true. Each volunteer will receive two pair. One will be dug up after a month. The other after two months. They'll be analyzed for holes and determine the health of what the researchers call the jungle beneath our feet. <laughs> the jungle beneath our feet. Feet, 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 feet. Uh, volunteers and scientists will also analyze tea bags buried at the same time as a control as well as DNA from the surrounding soil to determine what kinds of organisms live there. So are they supposed to wear these underwear before they bury them? No, they're just burying them. Well, then this is a stupid story. No, it's, yeah, because couldn't they just send them cotton swabs? Or, I swear, or, it's ca- crazy. Well, it's weird. It is weird. It should be on this show. Soils are, uh, are home to billions of bacteria, fungi, insects, worms, and other, did you say fun guys? <laughs> Uh, other creatures, but little is known about their ecosystem and how it affects things like crop yields or flood protection. Ah. The citizen science aspect of the project is designed to raise awareness of global soil erosion. Increased use of fertilizers and construction are thought to be two of the major factors accelerating the loss of fertile soils as well as habitat loss. This can lead to poorer protection against natural disasters and increased levels of chemicals seeping into streams and rivers. You said citizen. I, I, every time I hear that word, I always think of citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Headline is simulated DUI crash training broken up by real DUI crash. This, of course, comes to us from Ashland, Ohio. 
At the same time, law enforcement officers were conducting a mock DUI crash presentation for the students at the West Holmes Career Center. A man driving recklessly turned the event from a simulated performance to a live-action crash course, showing exactly why you shouldn't drink and drive. Well, we knew that. On Friday, the Ohio State Highway Patrol and Ashland County Sheriff's Office were working in conjunction to conduct the mock crash for students. Was it conjunction junction? It was. Well, what what was, was the function? Well, they were uh, what you just said. While staff members <laughs> were monitoring the area, they, they noticed a vehicle enter the parking lot at a high rate of speed. The staff originally thought it was part of the demonstration, but soon realized, well, it could possibly be an impaired driver, not just an actor. Uh, this Buick Enclave is traveling at a high rate of speed in our driveway, and I'm sitting there watching it, and my heart is sinking into my gut because I truly thought the kids were going to get hit. Principal Rick Brindley said he was coming. Uh, he has to be coming at 40 or 45 miles an hour down that driveway. That's a that's a lot of speed that's for a driveway. A pretty good clip. Brindley described to uh, the news how criminal justice students were guiding traffic while the mock crash simulation was underway, and had and had to move quickly to avoid the driver. About six kids moved out of the way, Brindley said. He actually came past where the kids were standing. Deputies on the scene for the demonstration were notified and responded to the vehicle in question. Once they came in contact with the driver, police say they detected the smell of alcohol on him and noticed his eyes were glassy and he bloodshot. Had, he had two glass eyes? <laughs> he, was also yeah, speaking, he was also speaking oh. incoherently, they say, slurring his words. We do that all the time, to be and fair. And acting in an erratic manner. So according to the police, uh, the man made statements and gestures toward the students and told officers he was there to take the cat he had in his vehicle to the vet. Oh, there's a cat involved. The nearest veterinary clinic is about a half mile down the road from the career center. Deputies conducted a search of his vehicle and found an open alcohol container, a jar of old smoky Tennessee moonshine. Woo, doggy. All smoky. And he failed sobriety tests. So what we have is Did a story. Did he study for it? I had, no, of course not. We have a story of, of a guy who uh, crashed a drunk driving simulation with an actual real drunk driving. Now, before we get to the Sarah Lindsay top ten, how about, oh, I've got, a, I've, got, I've got a useless fact that's interesting that doesn't come from the book. Okay. All right, so you ready for this? While you're telling it, I'm going to find my own. You know, I'm a, I'm a bookworm, right? You are a worm. And just this, this past week, I put... I had to put more bookshelves in the bedroom. You did. And uh, now I've got our walls are covered with books. And I'm thinking to myself, Craig. Why would you think about me? It's weird. I said, how am I going to read all these books? So many books, so little time. I say that to Lori a lot. My Kindle, for example. Especially at your age. My, so little time. So little time. My Kindle, for example, has 1,500 titles plus on it. Unbelievable. And I did the math. Uh-huh. You it, can, wait, when did you learn math? If I read every book on my Kindle at the rate I'm reading now. It would take me 27 years plus to finish all the books on my camera. So you've got almost enough time, maybe. Barely. And then I've got all the books in my room that I need to read. And when I read a book, I trade it in, so I have space for more books. Anyway, that brings me to this point that I heard this morning. Do you know how many books are published in America or in the world? How many books are published in the world every year? 15,000. One million books. That's a lie. Annually. That's a lie. One million books. It. It's true. Look it up. I'm looking up. Are uh, oh, you got a useless fact? Yeah. No former American president has ever died in the month of May. We did that one last week. Oh, How I'm sorry. You be on the same page. If pack a day smokers inhaled a week's worth of nicotine, they would die. 
I think I knew that. I think I can say this on the show. Volleyball is the most popular sport at nudist camps. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> it's time for the Sarah Lindsay Top 10, 10, 10. That's 10. for you, Sarah. This is dedicated to Sarah. These are 10 bad habits that Sarah has. No, they're not. That's true. Especially number seven is definitely not her. Um, Okay. (laughs) No. Top 10 bad habits we all share. Number 10, watching too much of the telly. Yeah. I'm trying to break that habit. I'm trying to read more. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I understand. Number 10. Now, Sarah definitely has this problem. Drinking. Let's not make this about Sarah. Too much coffee. Yeah. Well, I don't drink too much coffee. She drinks coffee. From the time she wakes up until the time she goes to bed. I had two cups today. You know what? Because you know what I've got? Have we talked about my new addiction is the Fruity Pebbles? Yeah. Uh, we talked about and I, that. And I said that's a foul. That's no, it's not. not. That, no, it fruity is. Fruity Pebble Creamer. A Fruity Pebble milkshake would be good, but I don't want it I am going. I am going to have a cheat day at some point. I'm going to pour that stuff over ice cream and make a milkshake or something. It's going to be good. <sighs> number eight. But I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to talk about this later. I'm going to do this later. Because number eight is procrastinating. That's right. And number seven, she also does. She has what? You remember when we were in high school? I could eat as much as I've yeah. wanted of anything, and I never gained a pound. That's what Sarah's got. Well, no. What's number seven? Overeating. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. She's like the Flash. She has to eat like a pa- like a tray full of cheeseburgers just to stay alive. Yeah. She burns it off so quick. I guess. You were like that, She's too. She's so skinny. I was. I was real well, skinny. Well, honestly, though, you know it was, was the amount senior. of hair on your head. That <laughs> hair helmet you had back then. When I was a senior in high school, I wrestled at 98. Yeah. Do you remember that? I I remember you being like really yeah. scrawny. Yeah, yeah, Again, your your body was trying to keep your hair off the ground. It was your hair was you, he had this eighties thick hair. zipper he head haircut. Hair, yeah. yeah, he he definitely did. But it was I mean it was a normal eighties haircut. Sure but it was. It wasn't like and it I was, wish they'd come back. It wasn't like a heavy metal glam rock or anything. It was just like he just had a lot of hair in his head. Do you know what hairstyle is back? The mullet. I think. Yes, you know it's our the mullet. you know our friend that's got the mullet. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, I do. The Kentucky, the uh, the Missouri Compromise. Yeah. The Kentucky uh, Waterfall. Yeah. He got it cut. No, he and did it's, not. It's, it's still kind of mulletish, but not really that. I mean, it's it would it would startle you. Well, tell him I said hello. He he wears it proud. He's, he may he, listen. He, he Roger, likes, if you're listening, I want to say hello. Yeah. He All right. He didn't mean that right. Uh, number I'm, six. I'm your only real friend. No, wait. wait no, number six is me. That's you. I'm not lying. It's mine. You are lying. Ten bad habits we all share. We don't share this. I, I don't, don't share it. I mean, I've told little white lies along the way, but I don't typically not known for being a liar. Well, when I was younger, I lied. I mean, I've told people that I, you know, I'm, I'm fond of you. That's kind <laughs> of a lie. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Number five. I'm very guilty of it, especially oh, yeah. you as keep, of late. You keep them in business when, yeah. you, when they get employees. I'm f- I'm almost 54. I need to straighten my diet up. Almost. I've got a doctor's appointment in the morning, too. They're going to yell at me because I was supposed to Oh, would weight. you record it? <laughs> no, I'm not going to record it, you big goof. Uh, number four, eating too much fast food. That's number five. Yeah, number five. I'm sorry. Number four. I don't know if this is a, a back door, out through a window, no, no, it's a, a TV. It's on a, it's on a device. Okay. Number four, the top 10 bad habits we all share. Staring at a screen. You know, that's true. If you drive down any street or walk around, you'll see everybody looking at their phones. Yeah, it's, almost. it's sad. We, it, we're it's all weird. zombies. And I don't do that. Uh, number three, I definitely don't do number three. I do. Top 10 bad habits we all share. Number three, staying up too late. I, I'm in bed by 830 here, almost every night. Because well, you're old. <laughs> no, here I, I here like lately, I look, I look at the clock. It's like midnight. I'm like, why am I not asleep yet? Let me confess this, though. I will read in bed, and usually it's closer to 10 before I turn, turn the book off. <laughs> you animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a party animal. 
Number two, if I let myself go, I'm exactly this one. Top 10 bad habits we all share with Sarah Lindsay. Eating candy, number two. Yeah, I'm bad about that. I, I try, I've been watching it lately. I've been doing pretty good lately. If I, I keep myself away from it, but if I sit down, oh, like back at Easter, those little robin eggs, if yeah. I sat down with those chocolate robin, especially those Cadbury You know ones. what my weakness is? Bit of honeys. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I put them away. Five pounds a week. Whew. I actually did that a couple of times. No. That's, that's just crazy. too much unwrapping. It's terrible. It is. They ought, yeah. to make it, they ought to make them in just like unwrapped and ready to go. What if they had them in a roll and you could just put the start the roll in your mouth and just continuously. You would choke and die. Number, but you would die with a very flavorful bit of honey in your mouth. You, the we, last thing you would taste. We got the number one. The number one top ten bad habits we all share. Is this from the top ten? This is from the top tens.com. Not exercising. I've been walking a little lately. I've been walking a I can't little keep, too. I can't keep up with G, though. She walks like 20,000 steps a day. No, 15 or 20,000 steps a day. I walk a little, as little as possible. Where's that, where's that, where's that outro? Well, doing? first of all, I want to say, uh, remember, listener, thank you, first of all, for listening. Thank you so much. Go tell your friends. Please spread the word. Leave us a review somewhere. Contact us on Facebook. Just kind of let us know you're listening. Send us a, a, a message of some sort. And remember, Craig and I, we bring you the weird news. But don't go avoiding the good news. Read your Bible. Got some great stories in there. It does. I'm in, I'm in Second Kings. First Kings was loaded with good stories, by the way. I'm on, like, second season of King of Queens. <laughs> I'd like to say hello to my parents. Hello, Pops. Hello, Mom. Thanks for listening. I want to say hi to Alan. <laughs> you can say hi all you want. He's not going to listen. He's the worst. Bye, Cass. Bye, Sarah. Sarah! Sarah! You know, that's where, that's where I got her name. Really? Yeah. From the Starship song. Yep. Nice. Big fan. I was a big fan. Plus the Bible. Oh, you put that second on the list. Yeah. I see how it is. Yeah, yeah. At least she didn't name her Jane. <laughs> That'd be another starship. Get down. Get to the chopper. Get out. Draw your curtains. Coitons?